Back in January, I was sitting at home a lot, and I was reading about the case of Lisa Montgomery. Lisa was a murderer and a kidnapper, and she was put to death by the federal government on January 13th for her truly horrible crimes. Lisa was mentally ill, though, and she suffered poverty and terrible abuse pretty much throughout her entire life. Lisa went to high school in a small town called Sperry, Oklahoma. Sperry is near Lake Skyatuk, about 10 miles north of downtown Tulsa. I first visited Sperry in the winter, just trying to get a handle on the place, and it looked desolate then. But on this spring visit, the many trees had new green leaves, and it had just rained, so there was a feeling of soft life in the air. Sperry is a very poor place, though. It was originally built to support the railroad and oil industries, but now the oil and the railroad are gone. There's a lot of run-down or abandoned houses and trailers in Sperry, but there is a diner and a library, some churches, and a Mexican restaurant. There's also a dollar store that's the busiest place in town. That's where I recorded these interviews on a Saturday morning. I asked a couple of young women, high school students, if they supported the death penalty, and we talked about that and what it's like to grow up in Sperry. I guess you should only get the death penalty if you like take someone else's life, but other than that, like you probably shouldn't deserve to die, you know? But it also has to be on how severe like you're being charged of, but honestly, probably they should probably handle it another way. Not everyone should just be given the death penalty for like stuff like just everyday stuff or something or just everyday crimes yeah are you are you from around here yeah i go to sperry is it a tough place to grow up no um it's a pretty supportive small town yeah it's just everyone knows each other so it's really small so everyone knows each other it's not that bad we are more of a poor town though we have like nothing (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, that was one of my questions. You know, if someone grows up poor, which is why I ask here, you know, um, if someone grows up poor, do you think that they would deserve a special consideration if they did a crime like that? Um, I don't know. Probably, maybe, but maybe not. Like, I guess everyone should be, like, even if you're poor or not, but everyone should you know, get the same uh, punishment or something. Like, if it depends on, like, what you do, but maybe, I don't know if it's just your poor, if they should give you, like, slack or not. Like, if you did something bad, then you did something bad. If it's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. What about if you're mentally ill? Um, maybe. Like, if you have, like, a mental disease where, like, you don't, like you weren't understanding or something or like something happened maybe they can just like not like they can like evaluate you and not kill you or not give you the death penalty or anything like that maybe they should just like i don't know like just have you like evaluated instead of just like shoving you in prison and or having you executed or something like that so you said this was a supportive small town. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, I'm from Tulsa, so I don't really know that much about it. Mm-hmm. Do you say that it's supportive? What do you mean? Um, I just mean that everyone, like, everyone has each other's backs pretty much. Like, they'll always, like, stick up for each other. Um, like, the other day, my friend Hunter, he 
got like a ticket and like everyone knew he was like a good kid so then we had like another adult that was trying to like talk to the police and be like hey look this is a good kid and try to like talk his way out like ticket or making it cheaper or something but, like he doesn't do anything bad he has a clean driving record blah 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 yeah so they're helping each other out rather than punishing mm-hmm. yeah when you, and you know everybody about not everybody everybody <laughs> but a lot because there's people there is a lot of like this is a very small town so i know people that's graduated people that are currently in school some adults some moms and parents what are you guys hoping for do you want to move away or do you want to stay i want to stay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i may want to stay but i might just also like go to another like travel to another um town or city what would you do if you stayed i mean how would you make money i guess uh, farming (laughs) um yeah there's yeah there's not a lot of jobs in here in this town that's why like i when i go to work i have to go all the way to owasso so that's why like if you want a job you'd probably like have to go to a better like city or town to work in but yeah here there's not a lot of jobs like there's it's just so small there's like nothing here probably live here well you would live here and then drive to another town yeah i guess that would be your only choice and you would stay because you know so many people and you have such good relationships yeah probably and like i feel like the more populated towns like there could be more like wrecks or more just like crime or something like it's just that we all know everybody here that if it was like if you were to go to like a bad side of town somewhere else like It'd be more like violence or something. Yeah. For sure. There's not a lot of crime here? Not really. Like, and when one person does something as small as getting a ticket for speeding or something, everyone knows about it. That sounds embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) It's embarrassing. But I guess it would help you, too. I mean, because, yeah, in the city, if you do something wrong, you can kind of be anonymous, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like your family isn't disappointed in you, your community. Yeah, that's probably the benefit. Everything knows, every, everyone knows everything about each other in this small town, though. Like if some, if like she got her pulled, in front of, pulled over in front of the school one day, and I was like, oh look, she got pulled over. Did you get pulled over this morning? Yeah. Yeah, everyone knew. And then you had to keep talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I also talked to another woman, a mother. She isn't from Sperry, she's from Tulsa. She was visiting a friend down the street. We talked about her son and what she thinks of the death penalty too. Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I think if it was maybe my family member was a victim, it seems a little more, that's a really hard one. My son died from um, an overdose and he was in a really bad group. So sometimes when I think about that, yeah. <laughs> I think you've seen lately in the news where people, it's overturned, and then you just, I mean, killing someone who's innocent, that's just not a very human thing to do, but, so I would probably lean on the side of no, but then we also have overcrowding in the prison system, so I think that's also another issue, so. What would you think if um, the person grew up really poor and um, didn't have a good family situation, you know, suffered some abuse. I would say that's never an excuse. So did I. And you can either choose to overcome or 
it's all about choices and I understand opportunities aren't there for everybody but sometimes you got to make your own opportunity um, what about in the case of uh, mental illness? As applying to the death penalty? Yeah. No. I just don't. Why? Um, I think that's more of a system failure than it is... Um, I mean, that doesn't negate the hurt of the whoever the victim is, but... If they truly are mentally ill, I just don't feel like death is their punishment. I feel like a better mental health system is what's needed. Right, so, shoot, I had a question. Um, you mean a system failure in that we don't treat mentally ill people yes. well enough in this country? Correct, yeah. Especially Oklahoma. <laughs> so. Yeah, what, uh, can you talk about that? Um. So Shadow Mountain has, recently shut down a couple of times, I think, due to lack of funds um, from the state. And then Laureate, it's a little bit harder to get into. So my son who passed, that's, we tried, but I mean, it's, it's difficult. And they asked a lot of questions whether he was Catholic or not, and I don't see what that matters when you're mentally ill. Um, so, and then with the programs like Shadow Mountain shutting down, there's just not a lot left. I think Parkside is there, it's new, it's growing, and I think that's probably, I wish more funds would go towards it, I guess. I stood in front of the store for about 45 minutes before the manager came out and asked me to leave. She said she couldn't have people loitering around, bothering customers with sensitive questions. So I said, okay, and went home. Until some years ago, I too thought whether or not a person deserved the death penalty depended on their crimes. I'm not sure where I came up with this. It must have been in school. I do remember agonizing over cases presented to me in class and debating the cost of the death penalty to the taxpayer. When I got older, I realized there were a lot of things I hadn't been taught in school. I hadn't been taught about money on the other side of the problem, about how capital punishment is only for poor and often sick people who can't afford to defend themselves. I don't remember learning that whether or not a person is poor and sick is based on a lot of things beyond their control, things that go deep in a person's life all the way back to the day they were born. 17 people died from the death penalty in 2020, which isn't very many when compared to deaths from overdoses that are now in the tens of thousands every year. But I don't agree we have bigger problems. They feel like the same problem. People just don't feel valued. They don't feel like life is worth living. And is it any wonder when the federal government will execute the most vulnerable among us? I don't think that sends a very good message. Life is cheap, except, of course, if you have money. I'm Elizabeth Caldwell. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you want to hear more independent podcasts, visit storyhanger.com.